Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So about Michael Jordan, how are you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today, I guess you can call it chapter three of a rolling segment that we are going to keep on doing throughout the whole playoffs. Yes, Chris and I decided that we needed more work. So we're like, you know what? Let's do a podcast every day. (laughs) We got this 10-minute podcast. Uh, We're going to be talking about the Lost not the LA Clippers facing the Phoenix Suns in the game four, which was the twenty sixth, June twenty sixth. So it was a crazy game. It was a crazy close game. Um there was definitely a lot of intrigue at the end of the game with a certain person missing some free throws. Um, <laughs> which is a good transition to Christopher Muhammad. Let's see what you got. Alrighty, so with this game here, this is the Phoenix Suns versus LA Clippers. Of course, I have the Phoenix Suns winning and going to the NBA Finals, so I'm not really upset about the game at all. Not surprised, not shocked. The only way I'm shocked and surprised is because of how low scoring this game was, 80 to 84. I mean, Mm -hmm. like, out of 690 games during the regular season, this was the lowest scoring game out of 690 plus games, you know? Yeah, and crazy. That is crazy. It's insane. And it's a playoff game, and they're just like, Mm-hmm. That just that just shows the competitiveness of the game and how close right. it was and how different these players and how not different but how close these teams are. So one thing, go, you want to say something? Oh no, okay, you're good. Okay, yeah. So like going with that, these teams are very close. Like mm-hmm. the fact that Chris Paul came back makes little to not much difference just honestly just honestly it doesn't make much difference right now because it it doesn't because it's seeming like okay yeah he hit some clutch i mean he hit some clutch free throws you know what i mean but never could have did that if it came down to it you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying he's he's adding points and stuff like that but it's still not really i'm not seeing his impact besides like wow um Floor general, you know, he's always a floor general, always making the good pass. His, him and DeAndre Aiden, their connection is. That's what it is. Yes. That's crazy. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely going to turn into something. It's definitely already turning into something. And right. he's definitely making DeAndre Aiden a better player. We're actually looking at him a lot different than we used to um, mm-hmm. because of that. Um, so the really the main thing that I really wanted to get into during this segment is the most consistently inconsistent player, wait, consistently inconsistent player has struck again. <laughs> and if you do not know who I'm talking about, 
I'm talking about way off P. He wasn't way off wow. in this playoff series, you know. I think he and I think he hit like three of eleven or something like that, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not great. That's not super bad. I mean, well, I guess in his terms, that would be bad. That's kind of normal for him. Anyway, besides the point, um, we saw another missed opportunity, is what I want to call it. Okay. I call it a missed opportunity because the game was very close. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be Skip Bayless, but I always go to the last couple minutes because that's where the stars shine the most. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to see, the, you know, if you want to see, that's where you're going to see the stars really shine. They're gonna, we're going to find out who's really a star and who's not in the last couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Watching that game, the game was close. 78 to 81. Three-point game. Paul George is fouled on a three, goes to the line. Misses the first. 78-81. Mm-hmm. Because of the time, because of where the time where the shot clock was and the time winding down, it was couple, it was like point five, it was like 7.5 seconds or something like that. It was a really quick back and forth. It's in the game. Fouls mm-hmm. everywhere. Um he missed the first. And purposely mixed the second. So it's so a 78-81, right? Mm-hmm. Then we have Phoenix come down. They make a free throw and miss a free throw. Okay. Paul George fouled again. Another chance. One more chance to try it. Try to tie this game up, get it, make it close again. I mean, losing about four points, that's still a close game. But you had, this is your second chance now. He makes the first, purposely missed the second, and cannot get the rebound. Going the other way to a Phoenix. Chris Paul shoots, shoots the free throws, sinks them both. 84-80. Game. I'm not saying he had a bad game, but I'm saying these are missed opportunities. Think about if he made those two, if he made one of the free, if he made the first free throw. That's 79-81. Two-point mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Then he wouldn't be so inclined to miss the next free throw. On purpose mm-hmm. to try to get a right. you know a better shot. Say so he makes both of them. 80, 81. Now the pressure's on. Now things has to yeah. okay, we have to think. We have to be a little bit more cautious right now because the game is really close. I mean, you're cautious at three points for sure. At a three-point lead, you're very cautious because it, it the tie could change like that. But him missing mm-hmm. the free throws, they can take a little deep breath. They can relax their soldiers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not all the way down, they go from up here to down here. Yeah, that's a big difference. Is it, you know what I'm saying? And then he comes mm-hmm. and then you, you think like, okay, now we got this. Mm-hmm. Let's play some defense now. You come back, you make a free throw. You got it. Mm-hmm. Now you now the pressure's on the Clippers. Now the, their back is against the wall again. And what happens? Playoff, Paul George, he is the first. Purposely misses second, as he would, you know, try to get a better shot to make the tie mm-hmm. the game. The ball doesn't roll your way. Foul. Chris Paul goes to the line. Mm -hmm. Thinks two clutch free throws, game over. Right. But if you make those free throws in the beginning, then you don't have to purposely miss the second one. You make it, boom, that's that's 79. You make the next one, 80. You go back Mm -hmm. down, now you have pressure. You might even get a better shot now because now Phoenix is trying to scramble. Right. 
you maybe it don't go down to free throws. Maybe it go down to a possession. Maybe you can even make it overtime. Right. The stars shine when the lights are the brightest. And Paul George did not shine. Hmm. I honestly disagree with you a little bit. I think that he... Yeah, I think you're right about these moments. Yeah, he did not shine in the moments you're talking about. But I think that he's the only star on the team. Yeah. Next best player offensively is Reggie Jackson. Mm-hmm. He had a good game. About, Yeah, but we're talking about Reggie Jackson. All right. If you're saying, oh, I'm going to build a big three, Reggie Jackson's not in your big three. No. It's like, oh, maybe fourth or fifth guy, right? So he's been carrying this team with everybody knowing what he's going to do and still playing well, still mm-hmm. going from anywhere from 20 to 30-something points a game. Yeah. That's impressive, right? I mean, yeah, that's... Sure. Yeah. that's So, you know, I, I don't want to get on the full train of, you know, slandering him for for that, you know what I mean? I Because I, you know, I feel like it's a, a past agenda from last season, which he's not this year. So... um. I think because of that, that's why I differ a little bit, even though I agree with you with the free throw situation. But I think that uh, the Clippers' lack of offensive firepower showed. Like, I think the Phoenix Suns are one of those teams that are just consistent scorers. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't have the ability like the Atlanta Hawks to hit this magical fifth or sixth gear, right? They just they have a very consistent fourth. Yeah, and, you know, it's Chris Paul getting everybody else involved, right? He's going to get them the best shot opportunities. It's Cam Johnson is not a good creator by himself. Mikhail Bridges, he's not a good creator by himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's campaign Devin Booker and Chris Paul. That's who all. I mean, DeAndre Ains not a creator by himself at all. You know what I mean? Jay Crow- Jay Crowder, the exact same thing. So you know, that's the way that he really impacts this specific team because. Of those guys, he's gonna make them look a little bit better what it is because you know DeAndre Ayton, Chris Paul, pick and roll, which we you just talked about, also gives them the level of consistency, and you know what you're gonna get from Devin Booker. I don't care if you bring back Michael Jordan. I don't care if you bring out Miami Heat, LeBron James. I don't care if you bring out Will Chamberlain. I mean, maybe Will Chamberlain will have you know, but <laughs> I'm just you'd have we have to be talking about like Will Chamberlain to be like maybe so tall, so fast, maybe he could shut. Devin Bucker's getting a buck on anybody. That's that's the metaphor, okay? Mm-hmm. He's going to score from 20 to 45, right? That's his range. So he's he's a special guy, and I think when you know that as Tyron Lue, I mean, you're limited, but I wouldn't have played Patrick Bailey 34 nights and had Rajon Rondo at a DNP mm-hmm. because you're asking, because Reggie Jackson's not a natural like point guard. He's a scorer, right? Reggie Jackson has one assist. He's the point guard. Patrick yeah. Beverly had two assists. Who's leading the, them in the assist? It's been Paul George throughout this whole series. Mm-hmm. He has been asked to do more than what he usually does offensively and what does not fit his skill set. I mean, he's, he's getting ridiculous amount of rebounds, too. They had 16 tonight. I mean, it's just he impacts the game in all ways. Uh, I just, I personally would do it a little differently. I would have Rondo on the floor. Got I mean, to. I mean, do you talk? You want to talk about a bad trade? How desperately are they missing Lou Williams right now? Mm-hmm. He would be the second best player on this team. Yeah, they would need him, especially offensive. Yeah, they would need the score, right? 
they don't have a chance with him. You know what I mean? The least have a couple of games where you can have closer. Like, I mean, I would say you're getting zero minutes from a guy you traded a first round pick to and Lou Williams. I mean, you get that back, you know, maybe we're not talking about Paul George missing free throws in the clutch. Uh, Cause he didn't have to shoot him. Right. So yeah, uh, it's the Suns are a better team. Uh, I completely agree with you on that. They deserve to win the series, but uh yeah, it's a good game, and I I know you have a good take on the Clippers that you want to get on too. So let's uh let's hear it because I agree with you completely. On the Clippers, yeah. I thought I just did the Clippers. No, we're talking about the Paul George Kawhi Leonard not fitting. You talked about that. Oh, okay, okay. So you, thank you. Okay, I, so I'm your Chris Paul. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So another thing. Um. I get that, you know, seeing Paul George, like, I, I, Jay, I totally agree with mm-hmm. you. It's just that in those moments, your star has to shine the brightest. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. He did have a, he had a great game. You know what I mean? He's scoring and assisting and all types of things. He's doing everything. He's outside of his normal play on the court. Right. But he, you know, he's still, he's still able to somehow will his team by himself. So I, I mm-hmm. like, I'm not slander. I'm just saying that in those moments, if you're a star, you're supposed to shine the brightest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. And he was a little dim during those moments. It's the second game that I've seen during this play, during this series at least, that where he's been dim. Um, but that's besides the point. So Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, those are two players on the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And for this season, I mean, for not for this season, but for this series, and you know, the last two games of the last season. I mean, so I keep saying season series. Uh, Paul, I mean, Kawhi Leonard has been injured. Right. Hope he gets better soon. You know, he's not going to see any more of the playoffs. It's over for mm-hmm. that. It's just Paul George show now. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul George has been playing pretty decently. Um, I think that with the fact that Paul George is playing so well right now, you know, mm-hmm. even though with what he has, even though he's not hitting, he's not in those, he's not in the clutches of modes right now. Mm-hmm. He's not clutching out games for him. Um even though he's not there, this is going to be a little bit expiring for management, for coaches, and going forward in the front office because they're going to try it one more time. I believe. I believe they're yeah, going to they're going to try it one more time with Kawhi Leonard. And yeah, because they just reached the Western Conference Finals. You know what I mean? This is the farthest they've gotten with this team. Now they might try right. it one one more time. I think they're going to give it one more shot because first time they got out pretty early. This is the mm-hmm. second time now, and they're getting to the Western Conference Finals. This is as far as they're getting though. Um, and next year they're going to have Kawhi Leonard hopefully at somewhere looking like what he was looking like this year. Mm-hmm. And if they have that, then they're going to be inspired. You know, they're going to like, okay, maybe we can go further. Maybe we can get that ring finally in mm-hmm. Clipper Nation. But if they don't, there will be a bomb dropped in Clipper Nation. Right. The bomb will explode and it will separate Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Right. And not because they're not great individual players. Fantastic right, completely great players. Can lead can lead teams on their own. There is possible. But we have seen what Paul George could be and should be and is not able to be because Kawhi Leonard is on the floor doing exactly what Paul George does just as a higher level. Right. 
Yes, completely agree. Paul George has went from scoring, assisting, rebounding, you know what I mean? He's active on the floor, dunking on people, stuff like that in Indiana to being a mm-hmm. spot-up three-point shooter. Right. And, uh, and kind of a back-to-basket, post-fadeaway type mid-range shooter. He's getting the – I mean, you know what I mean? He's not really mm-hmm. – offense isn't flowing through him. He's just part of the offense. Right. Kawhi Leonard has the offense flowing through him. He gets the ball. You know what I mean? Those decisions is made through him offensively. He's yes. actually you, you give him the ball, he's take you you like take me to the promise line. You're not you're like Paul George, you just stand in the corner and hit these threes. That's true. Yeah. So I, I completely agree with that sentiment. I really think that the, the pairing does not work. Uh they score from two similar spots on the floor to really expect this pairing to work. Um, you know, they have a lot of name value and star value, but and the individual players are great. It's just that I completely agree with you. It's 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 like having what's a good comparison for this? It's like having um Chris Paul and Shea Gilgis Alexander on the court at the same time. It's kind of redundant. Man, I don't know why I'm having so much trouble thinking. It's like having Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant on the same floor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I get exactly what you mean. Man. You, they score from Kobe Bryant. Literally tried to copy Michael Jordan's moves. You yeah. put them on the same floor. They're gonna do the same moves from the same spots. Okay. So they get in the way of each other. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm getting at. It's just it doesn't work. Uh, uh, I I think Kawhi Leonard. You got to think about what the what the player's weakness is, and fill the holes of the weakness. Kawhi mm-hmm. Leonard's weakness is I can't pass the ball very well, and so he needs a a, a point guard, right? A point mm-hmm. guard that can score from outside and pick and roll and take those responsibilities away from him, and then be a good facilitator. You know what I mean? Like Dame Dollar would be perfect, right? So. It's it's who can you get? So uh, yeah, I completely agree. What's up? I think he left prematurely from Toronto. Toronto worked a little bit. I think part of the reason though is too. Kyle Lowry's gonna like Kyle Lowry's probably gonna hit the hill like now. Yeah. So then it's like just Fred Van Fleet, old Gasol, Minciakum. Well, Gasol went to LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I kind of disagree with it. I mean, it's hard to think of it. He fit. I would trade everything on the Atlanta Hawks if they wanted to blow it up, mm-hmm. the Clippers to blow it up to pair Kawhi and Trey Young. Mm. Yeah, I'd give them Hunter Collins, Lou Will back. Uh, uh, Onyeka Aguaga, I yeah, I I blow it up and just say we're gonna figure it out from there. Yeah, those those two together would be. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. There's a, it, you know, hopefully it happens because you know you don't want these guys' primes getting wasted. That's the sad thing. Mm-hmm. These boys both are in the end of later stages in a general sense of their prime. So hopefully it doesn't end uh, with them together 
people feeling like they underachieved, right? Because yeah. it's not underachieved. Yeah. All right. Do you have anything else or you want to cut it here? We can cut it here. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to our 10 minute short game recap podcast. We're going to keep on talking about these games. We love talking about basketball. So we're going to keep on hitting you with the hard, te- hot takes. And uh, I'm Jason Collins. And I'm Chris Muhammad. And we are the basketball addicts. Peace.